0: So, we talk about uh, awaiting Mashiach, so there's a lot of questions that come to mind. So, one question is, why is Mashiach something that we have to await for? Why is there an obligation, why is there a that we have to anticipate Mashiach? Why is it not enough to believe in Mashiach? We believe it's going to happen. Why is it necessary to await and anticipate the coming of Mashiach? That's one question. Now, if we look at the Rambam, so the Rambam says more than that. He says a very powerful, seemingly uh, almost like strange thing about awaiting Mashiach. So he says, in, in, this is in Perik Yudal of chapter eleven of Hilchus Melachim, the end of Rambam. So the Rambam tells us a little bit about Mashiach. He tells us, Hamelach Mashiach malchus David Mashiach, he is destined to arise and bring back the Davidic dynasty. Will remember Shaula into its original sovereignty. Will build the base of She'll gather in all the exiles. And all the mitzvahs who are going to come back. will bring will make according to all the mitzvahs. Then the Ramam says like this: Anyone who doesn't believe in him. Or someone who is not Mechaka, we'll, we'll translate that now as someone who doesn't anticipate his coming. Not only is he denying what the other prophets say, he's denying Torah and because the Torah itself explicitly testified and spoke about how Mashiach is going to come. Then I'm amongst three proofs. How we see clearly in the Torah that Mashiach is going to come. The first one is in Parshas Nitzavim, where it says that Hashem, has Hashem is going to bring back all your 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 captives. And the next one is he brings from Parshas Bilam, where Bilam talks about how there's going to be a successor of David HaMelech and uh, the Rama goes through all the the over there, all the verses, and explains how they're all alluding to Mashiach. So therefore, if you don't believe in Mashiach, the Rambam says you're denying Torah because the Torah clearly spoke about Mashiach. It clearly says that Mashiach is going to come one day. So if you don't believe in him, you're denying what it says in the Torah. Okay, that's so so far, so good, so far it's understood. But the Rambam says another thing. He says that someone who doesn't await Mashiach's coming, who's not mechaka is also denying Mashiach. So the question is, is... Two questions, really. One question is, seemingly awaiting Mashiach is a feeling, right? It's a feeling that a person has to have. That a person has to have, right? He has to be excited. He has to await. This is something that he wants to happen. So if I don't have a feeling, so why does that make me a kaifer? Why does it make me uh, that I'm denying, right? If I don't feel, so I'm not denying, right? I just don't feel because, because uh, whatever uh, and uh, whatever reason, I'm not so excited about it. Seemingly denial is it's only possible denial is the opposite of belief. It's the opposite of belief, right? I have a question. You're saying it's like Vah Okay, so okay, so some so let's so some wanna say, Okay, so if you really believe, right, if you really believe in Mashiach, right, and if you really understand what Mashiach is, so then you'll await his coming. Okay. Just like so we have to find a similar thing to uh loving Hashem. How could you, uh, how could you be required to love Hashem? So we say what the answer is, is that you have to understand and you have to be mizbayin, you have to think about Hashem, think about the Eibishter. and if you think about the Eibishter and you understand how great He is and you understand His oneness, so automatically that will lead you to love Hashem. So a similar thing, if you really understand what Mashiach is all about, then it, that will lead you to await His, to await His coming. Okay, so I think that's true. I think it's true. But it sounds like from the Rambam over here that there's two things over here. He says someone who doesn't believe in him, that's one thing, or someone who believes in him and doesn't await his coming. It sounds like it's possible to believe in Mashiach, totally, 100%, right? But still, you don't await his coming. The Rambam is saying that even if you believe in him, but you don't await his coming... So it's not just that you, you're lacking in your feeling, but you're lacking in your belief somehow. Somehow by not awaiting his coming, somehow this is somehow a belief that if I, that if I don't await his coming, so you're okay for it, right? And then you could also ask the question, well, what, the Torah just says that Mashiach is going to come over here. What does the Torah say over here that you have to await Mashiach, right? He's, he's telling us that since the Torah clearly speaks about Mashiach, so if you don't await Mashiach, you're okay for it. But what does it say you have to uh, await Mashiach? So those are all questions, right? So first of all, why is it so important to uh, to anticipate Mashiach's coming? Second of all, why, if you don't anticipate Mashiach's coming, why does that make you a kaifer? Why does that make you a non-believer? You can believe, you just don't anticipate. And third of all, what does the Torah clearly say that you have to anticipate the coming of Mashiach? Okay, so I think... I think there could be two answers to the question. So first we'll go to the, I think the the simple the simple way of learning the Rambam. So if you turn to the next page, you look in, in the Pirush Shemeshnayis. Rambam in Sanhedrin over there, he talks about he talks about um, the Yud Gimel thirteen principles of faith, and the twelfth one, Hayesod Hashneim also. The twelfth principle is Yimei So So the Rambam over here defines. What is this principle of faith? What is it exactly that they have to believe in? It Says Yemaisa Mashiach. The twelfth principle is Yemaisa Mashiach v'Hu This is to believe and to know, in other words, into, sort of say, and LaAmis uh, means to know that it's true the Mashiach will come. Then he adds v'Lo Yachashiv Shiyas Acher, and not to think that Mashiach is going to delay and if he delays await him says so don't don't make a time where, when he has to come and don't come up with all different ideas based on voices and to derive when he's going to come Right, The sages are so not happy about those who try to calculate when Mashiach is going to come. So what is Ramam saying here? He's saying that two things. First of all, you have to believe in Mashiach. To believe that Mashiach is going to come. Second of all, you shouldn't think the Mashiach is going to delay. What does that mean exactly? What does it mean that you shouldn't think the Mashiach is going to delay? So I think what it means is like this. Poison could Say, I believe in Mashiach. I believe one day Mashiach is going to come. There's going to come a time Mashiach is going to come. When is that time? I don't know. But not now. Sometime. Sometime in the future. Sometime in the future, eventually Mashiach is going to come. But I don't really think, I don't believe that Mashiach really could come now. In other words, I think there's like a certain time when Mashiach is going to come. like not in my time. Yeah. Yeah, to think about it like not in my time. In some time, right? Some time Mashiach's going to come. So we think believing in Mashiach is you have to believe that Mashiach could come any time. I think that's what it means. You can't think that Mashiach is going to delay. You can't think that Mashiach, there's a time, sometime in the future when Mashiach's going to come, but it's not now. Believing, part of believing in Mashiach means that you have to believe that he could come any time. No. Come any time? Even now. And that's why the Ramadan gets into this whole thing about La Yasim don't like make a time for a Mashiach. What he's trying to say is is that because believing in Mashiach, this is one of the this is one of the This is part of the ikr of believing in Mashiach means you believe that he could come a- anytime. any time. And if he doesn't come, if he doesn't come, I mean you still have to expect him. Just because he didn't come. In other words, it could be two options. One person could could say that, oh, he's not coming anytime now. He's uh, he's coming sometime way in the future, not now. Or a person could say, oh, he's coming time... He, he might say, okay, I think Mashiach is coming, you know, sometime very soon. Then sometime passes, and Mashiach doesn't come, then you're like, ah, you know, he, he's not coming anymore. Too late, right? Words, you think the time passed already, right? Whatever, it's not... In other words, it was an opportune time where he could have came. Now now it's too late. So I think the simple meaning of machaka it may be... You wouldn't translate it in English as anticipate, but as expect. Machakal means expect. lebiyase means you have to expect Mashiach. You have to expect him. You have to expect him. At, 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 uh, you have to expect him at any time. So now we, we understand this is part of a belief. I'm not talking about necessarily the feeling. The feeling is something else. That also you should have a feeling that you should eagerly and expect him and hope that. He comes very soon. But before you get to the feeling, before you get to that feeling, you have to believe part of the belief in Mashiach that he could come any moment. You have to expect him. So the Narmam is saying that someone who, who. So either someone who doesn't believe in Mashiach, or even if you believe in Mashiach, but you don't expect him to come anytime soon, you're denying Torah. Because. And I think, how are you denying Torah? What does it say that in the Psukim? So I'm not sure, but I think maybe because in the Psukim it doesn't say when Mashiach is going to come. I think, I think it says that some, some places. I have to look into that. But how do we know that Mashiach can come anytime? Because it doesn't say anyone said when Mashiach is going to come. So the implication is he could come anytime. He could come anytime. That's the, uh, that's the idea. Could, but that's What? But I think he the point is, say, is that... Just because you don't know when the time is, doesn't mean that you must derive that he has to come now. Not that, that he has to come true. now. He could come now. I think the point is that... Is it, that a source? To be Mashiach I don't know. Uh, yes, you're asking: that, Is it the fact that the Torah doesn't say clearly when he's going to come? Is that is, is is that? Yeah. So that's why I'm not sh- I, I I'm not so, so sure about it. Or maybe the source is maybe from the. the I understand. I understand. Yeah. You're asking: Is it is is do we have to say the fact that it doesn't say when that it means necessarily that he could come anytime? I'm not sure. That's why I'm I'm not I, I'm not sure. Maybe but the source the is, is from. He's asking: What's oh, the proof? He's asking: I What does it say over it, here? Oh, you see, what does it say in these psukim, right? That was, we, part, one of our questions was, what does it say in these psukim that the Ramah is oh. bringing that you have to expect Mashiach, right? It says the Mashiach is going to come. What does it say that you have to expect him any moment? Right. So that's a question. I'm, I, I'm just suggesting maybe 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 from the fact that the Torah doesn't say clearly when, so it means that it can happen anytime, maybe. Oh. I don't know. You're saying that, but who says? Okay, but I think there's a, I think there's a deeper meaning over here also. Suppose, but why is that? Has to come right now. Right. Because it doesn't right. Or maybe because there is no time. I think that's the Every point. Every moment is the time. Yeah, I meaning any moment yeah. could be. Yeah. Okay, but I think if we look in the Rebbe's Sichas, I think the Rebbe understands being the Biasa yeah. the way most people understand it, which means not only that you have to expect Mashiach. If, if, if you're talking about what time is its time, yeah. that's speculation. Where does it... Where do, where, See that a uh, Hechnit as part of the belief in Mashiach to expect is coming at this moment or any time, specifically. Right. Well, it seems from knowing about Mashiach and everything that you need to expect, part of believing in Mashiach is expecting it, I'm just saying. we are where's we're the source? To to the right, end. you're saying, where's the, the, source? the source? Yeah, where's the source we have to expect? Okay, that, I think, that's something we still have to figure out. Now, I think if we see over here, we'll see part of the Sicha over here, famous Sicha over here, where the Rabbi talks about the, another place in Rambam where the Rambam talks about how, uh, how important it is to await Mashiach and anticipate Mashiach. So, we actually had this recently in Rambam, those who study uh, three chapters a day. So, in Hilches Parah Aduma. Zak der Rambam. The Rambam says, "V'teisha poris adumais nasam yichin etstavu be'mitzvazir." The Rambam is talking about the history of the poris Adumah. the red heifer. He says there were nine poris adumais that were made from when the Jews were commanded in this mitzvah until the destruction of the second base on Megiddo. Reshaina assimilation of Mekdash. the first one was done was done by Meishar ben Ushnia or Ezra the second one was done by Ezra the Shavae Mezael Khubn Habais and there were seven from the time of Ezra till the destruction of the second base on Megiddo. The other Rabbim concludes and the Vaha series Yasa Melekham Meshich Mehiro Yigala Amenkin Hiratz in the 10th Pala Duma will be done by Melekham Vashiach the king Mashiach. And then the Rambam adds in a tefilla, a prayer. He says, "May he speedily be revealed." Amen. Um, Saying, "Amen." This should be Hashem's will. It should happen very soon. So the Rambam asks a bunch of uh, the questions over, uh, over here. Um, the, the, the third paragraph. The Rambam says, "Before studying the sefer, one should sit at the sefer of the Torah and the sefer of halacha." Okay, that's not that's not the question I want to focus on. The, the last paragraph. Okay, so now the fact that the Rambam mentions the fact that Mashiach is going to bring a paragduma, okay, so that we can understand, right? Because Rambam also brings the halachis of Mashiach. The Rambam's putting over here in a in a book of halacha a request a tefilah for bi'es la mashiach. Why is, why is the Rambam putting in a his own tfilah Right. This is a, a book of halacha. Right. You can you know keep your your, your tefilas you know for that's that's there's a time for davening, there's a time for teaching halacha. How does it land over here in a sefer of halacha? Okay. So the Rabbah goes through the whole thing. Let's let's skip over here to um, um, to Sifrei, and Rebbe says a very powerful thing. The Rambam actually by adding in this tefilah, teaching us a very important halacha. The explanation is like this. Anyone who doesn't believe in Mashiach, or someone who doesn't expect Mashiach, who of a he's denying the Toyur is denying Mashiach Rabbeinu. Does heist? not enough to believe in It's not enough to believe in Mashiach. No, I'm saying we have to hope, we have to wait, await Mashiach, we have to anticipate Mashiach. So you see the Rabbi explains me Machaka, meaning that you have to await it, not just expect, not just to think that he could come, but you actually have to want and and await and anticipate his coming. Who move on to, if so, it's understood as kashen b'do inin ha'amunu b'vias of Mashiach. Just like you have to constantly believe in Mashiach, So, to awaiting and anticipating Mashiach is a constant obligation. You have to constantly hope and await Mashiach's coming. And furthermore, like we say in Davening, Right, we say in davening that Hashem, we await Your salvation the entire day, the whole day we're waiting for Mashiach. So this the, this concept of awaiting Mashiach, which, like the halacha says, it's it's a feeling, it's not just a, just a knowledge. A Awaiting mashiach comes from the feeling that you can't be complete without Mashiach. Therefore you have a constant hope for Mashiach's coming, feeling as Feeling that without that you're lacking. And now you understand that someone who's awaiting Mashiach, whenever you mention anything that has anything to do with Mashiach, even if it's a total side point, you can't pass it by. And right away, it arouses within the person, a feeling of anticipation for Mashiach. it becomes your need. Rabbi mentions in the footnote that, that the mitzvah of davening is whenever you have a need, whenever you feel that you need something, then there's a mitzvah to daven to Hashem. alzah. You have to daven to Hashem. You have to pray that Hashem should fill your fill your lacking. Asol zeicha zain to be esam Mashiach. You should be zeicha as soon as possible to be a Mashiach. When does it and that's why the Rambam, first of all, he put in this, this Tfila that Mashiach should be revealed very soon. Second of all, the fact that he emphasized that it should happen quickly, as soon as possible. And third of all, the fact that he puts it not in its place in the halachas regarding the paraduma. Avifol is davzayin de mechakele b'yaseh. With this, the i is emphasizing ehalacha, how much a person has to await Mashiach. Adafilu, v'nderimful Mashiach, kumta aruf bederich agav. Even when the concept of Mashiach comes just like a, as a side point. And another Indian, like a total side point. Darfiz g'laicha, reis rufin b'ayayidna, tfilum ahirigal, amin kiniratsi. Amma is coming to tell us that whenever you mention Mashiach, even if it's a total side thing, Mashiach has to be so important to you that right away it should bring out in you a, a tefillah that you want. You're davening to Hashem, you're asking Hashem that Mashiach should come immediately. Then, obviously, you can't ask. In Sefer and Mashiach. and you can ask another question. So, why doesn't the Rambam mention this tefillah every time he mentions Mashiach and Sefer Hayad? So that is why the Rambam is a Sefer Halacha, right? Because at the end of the day, the Rambam is a Sefer Halacha. So the point is that Rebbe says in the rest of the paragraph, so you don't need to mention the halacha every single time. The Rambam is just putting in the tfilah, in this tefillah once in a total side thing in order to tell us this halacha that how much. Our anticipation for Mashiach has to be that whenever you mention Mashiach, even if it's like a side point, it has to be ma'odu in you and has to arouse in you a feeling that you want Mashiach to come as soon as possible. So, what does the Rebbe say over here? Why is it that whenever you mention Mashiach, so why should that be ma'odu in you, a feeling that Mashiach should come as soon as possible? The Rebbe said because a, a Jew feels that he can't have any shleimus without al Mashiach. That I can't be, I can't be, life cannot be perfect, so to say. I'm lacking without Mashiach. So the Rebbe doesn't explain so clearly over here, why is that so? Why is it that I can't have any shleimus without Biasa Mashiach? Why is it that my life is not perfect without Al Mashiach? So I think you we'll explain it like this. There's a number of ways of explaining it, but based on things we discussed in previous Shirim also. So what is Mashiach all about? So we so we discussed uh, we expl- we discussed this idea in many different levels. So let's just, let's just first talk about it at the very basic halachic level the way the Rambam explains it. The way the Rabbi explains the Rambam is the Rambam's definition of Mashiach is Mashiach is coming to bring back the shleimus of Torah and mitzvahs. He's coming to bring back Malchus based David the Davidic dynasty, and through that, the Shleimos of Torah and So, and as we discussed in previous uh, previous weeks, that's also why Mashiach is an Iker in in Yiddishkeit, because it's part of Nitzchir Sater, part of the Eternity of Torah, is believing that eventually there's going to come a time when we're actually going to be able to fulfill all of the Mitzvahs. So, what would it mean if a person says, I believe in Mashiach, but... I don't await Mashiach. I don't anticipate Mashiach. What are you saying? You're saying, that's wonderful. I believe one day Hashem is going to fulfill His plan. He wants that eventually we should be able to fulfill all of Taylor. Mitzvahs. And eventually He's going to make that happen. But I'm not part of it. Maybe I'll be part of it, but it's not Gaya to me. It doesn't touch me. It's My life is okay the way it is, right? If He wants to do that, so that's totally fine with me, right? Or uh, maybe it's not fine with me, but I believe it's going to happen, right? Because that's what he said he's going to do, right? So I believe it, right? But what the Rambam saying over here is you have to believe that Torah and Mitzvah is something that is nageya to you, that affects you. This is your Shleimos. And I think it connects very, very well with what the Rambam says in the famous Rambam, the Rambam always quoting him as Gerashim, right? That that every single Jew, even a Jew who says, he's not, I'm not interested in Torah and Mitzvahis, but really, he really wants to do all the mitzvahs. That's really what he wants to do. And therefore, even if he's not interested in doing it, like when it comes to a get, he has to give a get, but, but uh, he doesn't want to, and they force him to give it. So now get can't be given against your will, says the Rambam. But if the halacha is saying, if the Torah is saying that you have to give the get, so that's really what you want to do. Because really every single Jew wants to do mitzvahs. That's only his Yitzhak over, overcame them. So why is that so? Why is that so? So as the Chassidus explains many places, Rabbi mentions it, because Torah is not something which is superimposed upon a Yid. That's who, who he is. Yisrael is Rashi Tevis, Yeshi is, Shemribi isis Yisla Torah, right? That there's 600,000 letters in the Torah. Meaning the very identity of the Yid is bound up with Torah Mitzvahs. If the Yid doesn't have Torah he is lacking. He is lacking. He is lacking. He's missing something. This is what he wants to do. This is who he is. So therefore, I think that's what the Rambam is saying over here. A Yid doesn't have Shlemus without Torah Mitzvahs. So therefore, a Yid doesn't have Shlemus without Bias HaMashiach. Because till Bias we don't have the Shlemus of Torah Mitzvahs. So, I think that's what the Rambam means over here, that someone who's not Mechake LeBiasai is Kaifur B'Torah. Why is he a Kofor B'Torah? Why is he denying Torah? It goes hand in hand because the Torah says that Mashiach is going to come. What does the Torah? What does the say? Words, what is Mashiach all about? Bring back Torah, bringing back the bringing back the of Torah mitzvahs. So, if you don't believe that that is relevant to you, that means you don't really believe in Torah mitzvahs. It means that you believe that Torah mitzvahs are something that's not Negea to you. That it's just like Hashem's thing that he wanted to do, but I could be okay without that. So that's that's denying part of the the, the definition of. What Yiddishkeit is about. Yiddishkeit is something that it's who we are. It's not just something that Hashem just decided that we should do. This is who we are. So, the Ramam is saying so, yes, of course, it's not, of course, it's a feeling, also, right? But like you said before, right, it's in other words, it's if if a person understands, right, that Mashiach is something that's negea to him, that it, like the Rebbe says, he doesn't have shlemut without a Mashiach. He's lacking without, without a Mashiach. So, yeah, so automatically he'll anticipate Mashiach. Yeah, of course, it's possible that a person should be so, you know, so involved in his, you know, his worldly desires that, it, you know, maybe right now he doesn't anticipate Mashiach uh, some, so, so much. And maybe you won't call that person a koifor, so to say, because he's not really denying. But the point, I think, the Rambam is saying is that believing in Mashiach, not just believing in Mashiach, it's believing that Mashiach is nagea to you and therefore I should and naturally I will anticipate B's Mashiach. So I think that's at a very basic level, yeah? That's how we could explain why a Yid doesn't have works without BS Mashiach. Because B's Mashiach is about the Shlemus of terumitzus. So I think uh, let's go a little bit uh, a little bit deeper. So according to Chassidus, so what is the whole concept of b'shem hashiach? Deir betachtoynim, right? But right? Hashem should have a dwelling place in this world. What right? deir betachtoynim? Gililikus. There should be Gililikus in this world. So same thing. It's possible a person could believe, okay, Hashem has this plan of Dirabitahtainim, that's what he wants, right? In other words, I'm totally fine without that. I could just live over here in in Rahman al right? And life is fine. But Hashem has this plan, he wants to reveal himself on this wood, okay in this world, okay, so good for him. But obviously that's not the case. The whole the whole the whole definition of a yid, a yid's whole purpose of existence in this world is to bring to realization Dira and in fact, the Yid himself, like the Alt-Rebbe says in, in Tanya, he is the ultimate of Deo B'Tachtayne, that, that 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 there should be Gililikus, there should be godly a godly revelation to a Yid, and in a Yid over here, down here in this world. So if a Yid is going to say that, oh, so yeah, I believe in Mashiach, I believe there's going to be Deo I believe there's going to be Gililikus, but I don't care when it happens, and and it's not negat to me. So that's he's being kof for the whole concept of Torah, the whole concept of Torah mitzvahs is that. This is something which is negiah to you. This is the takhlas habriya of of you, and I think that's what the Rebbe was saying in the of Tzava, the last Maim the Rebbe gave out that the the that the fact that there should be gili kust, or gili oyle in seif vul, Rebbe says over there is negiah to the etzim mitziyas of a yid. Says so your very existence it's negiah to you just by definition of the fact that you are a yid. That there should be a gilui public world, that there should be a revelation of the ultimate revelation of Hashem in, the, in this world. So automatically, so so you anticipate Mashiach because without that you're lacking. You don't have shleimus without v'es Mashiach. So just maybe to add one more point, the Rambam, interesting, he says, call me Maimin Boy. right? Anyone who doesn't believe in him or anticipate his coming, is a Kaifu for So the Rambam's emphasizing over here also. There's not enough just to believe in the concept of geula in general, or the the coming of you know of the era of geula. You have to believe that there's going to be a Mashiach. There's going to be a b'ser v'dam. There's going to be a human of flesh and blood who's going to be the melech based David that that's that's going to make this happen. So I think we could also explain, also based on what we discussed in previous shiurim also, why this is Nagei and emuna. We discussed, so why is it so important that there be a Melech HaMashiach? Why is it so important that there be this Basr Vedam, this, this human being? So the idea is, like the Tzermach explains in Derach Mitzvah Yisrach, the whole way that Malchus Hashem is revealed in this world is through a Melech Basr Vedam. Through the Melech mi Beis David, specifically from Beis David, because the Melech is someone who's totally butled to Hashem, totally subservient, has no personal will, and through everybody being butled to him, that's how we're, that's how we're butled Hashem. So, in other words, so, so automatically. So, in other words, if you believe that that if you believe that if if you um, if you understand that the concept that Malchus, revealing Malchus Hashem in the world is negea to you, so automatically. So the fact that there'll be this individual who's revealing Malchus Hashem in the world, that's also negea to you. It's also something you have to believe in. You have to have to anticipate. In other words, maybe to add a, another point that Rabbi explains elsewhere that there's a difference between Malucha and memshalah. So this talks about Malucha and memshalah. Memshalah means. Like dominion, even against someone's will. someone someone's in charge, right? He's a dictator, right? He's yeah. he's in charge, right? He's the governor. He's in charge, right? So all of the people who are under his rule don't necessarily have any particular relationship with him. Okay, he's in charge. He's running the country. They couldn't really care less if he if he if he go if he leaves tomorrow. The concept of malucho is malchusiv v'rotzim kiblu Malucho is something that we accept willingly, right? It's because as Chassidus explains, so the the connection between the king and the nation—it's not just a, like a uh, external connection that the the king, the nation, the subjects—they have to do what the king uh, wants. It's a deeper connection that they people feel that they can't be complete, so to say, without a king. They need a king. They have a deeper relationship. That's how Chassidus explains on Rosh Hashanah why we're we asking Hashem Malaych Al Ha'Elam B'Chvedecha. Hashem, you should be king over the whole world. What do we care, right? Why is that so important to us? The so this explains because the connection between us and Hashem is a deeper connection. See, again, we feel that without Hashem being king, we're lacking. So that's the same concept that that the Rebbe is saying over here. That a yid feels that he doesn't have any shleimus so without being a Mashiach. So how, again, so and how is Malchus Hashem going to be revealed in the world through the being a human Melech B'oshev Therefore, you have to believe that there's going to be a human, a human melech hamashiach, a human king, and you also have to be mechakel You also have to anticipate his, you have to anticipate his coming, because you have to feel that you don't have any shleimus, that you you are lacking. This is who you are. In other words, you need. In other words, that the Torah, yeah. you are for the Torah, if your shleimus is not realized. Yeah. In other words, you. I think you are careful with Torah because because you're, you mean no because Torah, Torah says is that that a yid's is bound up with Torah. That's part of what Torah says and what Torah is about, right? But not that Torah is just something that Hashem wants me to do, but it's it's what He wants me to do. But it's not nageya to me. It's not part of my shlemos. So if you if you don't await Moshiach, what are you saying? You're saying that that's not true. In other words, I could live life without Torah. Torah is just Hashem's plan, His thing. You know, it it, it brings to mind an unfortunate uh, part of history, right? When there was uh, talking about uh, the Golan, right? Going back to the to the to the 80s, right? When there was a certain individual that said that uh, that uh, you know, right. Right, that we were we that we were in Goglos, right, for for 1900 years, and so we could be another 1900 years in Goglos, right? God forbid, God forbid right? The yeah. Rebbe was so upset that he said such a, such a thing, and it was like a kfira, right? This is, the, this is denial. So he didn't deny B'Yis Mashiach. He didn't say that he doesn't believe Mashiach going to come. He said, yeah, but whatever Hashem wants to bring Mashiach, Hashem will bring Mashiach, right? He said. Allah says Yiddin, right, what he was saying was we're okay to be in Gaulus. We don't have any problem being in Gaulus. So yeah, of course we believe that Mashiach's gonna come, right? And he could come any time and we could leave Gaulus, but that's his problem. That's what that's what he was saying, right? That's what this individual was saying. Like, he wasn't denying that Mashiach's gonna come, He wasn't saying that Mashiach's not coming, right? He Wasn't saying that Mashiach's gonna come in nineteen hundred years. That's what he was saying. He was just saying that as far as we're concerned, we're okay, we could be we we could be in Gulus, right? We don't have any problem. Hashem has a problem. And the Rebbe was saying, no, right? Being in Golos, not having Mashiach, isn't just Hashem's problem. It's our problem also. When I complete, we're lacking. And if you don't recognize that, so you, you're missing you're, you, you you're missing a whole uh, fundamental aspect of what Torah is about. The Torah is not just what Hashem wants me to do because that's what He wants. It, he wants it because this is, this is who we are. This is what a Yid wants. This is who a Yid is. So I think that's uh so I think that's 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 so an Akuda saying it. I think so. In other words I think so, yeah. What does it mean keyfu? What is the thegether of Kaifabeta for Batera knows I think if if the a keifer noes a a a uh a, a keifu you're asking another question. What is what's how do you define someone who's keifer better, right? Someone d denying total. Let's so say you I have to understand what is the how Toyota is <laughs> I hear what you're saying, right? Uh, uh, But maybe I'll throw it, maybe I'll I'll come from a different angle, yeah? Let's say a person will say that, let's say the Ramah brings up here, he says someone who doesn't believe in Mashiach, he denies Torah, because you see that the Torah in Parsh's Bilam talks about Mashiach, right? Now, let's say a person is going to come along and say, well, I interpret those p'sukim different, right? I interpret them different, right? I, uh, I have a different interpretation of those things. So he's denying Torah, he's just saying I have different interpretations. I think the Raman will still say that you are kaifa. Why are you a kaifa? Because that you have the incorrect interpretation, right? That was, if a, a person is not only a kaifa in Torah. I think if they if they deny because they don't believe in Torah, I think even if the poison comes and they read Torah and they interpret it incorrectly, they're also denying, so to say, Torah. Obviously, the Raman has proofs. You obviously you have to know what are the, what are the proofs? Yeah, that this is that you know that this is the meaning uh, of uh, of Torah. Uh, I understand. I don't know if I understood. But at least the general concept, just just to explain the, this this idea, why 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 anticipating Mashiach? Why is it so important? Yeah. So it's not just expecting Mashiach, but it's also anticipating Mashiach. and like the Rebbe says, because I don't have any shleimus without Mashiach. Yeah. And then the Kodesh Yishtakha bezeicha once and for all. Mashiach shetakha come, takha take us out of galus. And uh, alleviate our suffering. I should have him take it from the end.